So it's not often that mamish in today's daf we can be explained can be explained by something from the parsha. Not this week's daf. Not we had it a little while ago. Today's daf. As everyone knows, very very appropriate for the three weeks. We're in middle of the sugyas of kamtza bar kamtza, churmabayis, and actually, more recently, churm beitar. The Gemara, while describing churm beitar, says that they found in beitar forty sa of ktsutzet fill. That bedafka, the relic that Chazal used to depict the amount of people that were killed, was their tefillin. And of all of the evidence that Chazal could have used, even Varm Shebekdusha, that were lost, that were just thrown, strewn around, why Dafka Tfilin? What is special about Tfilin? That's, everyone wants to know that. But then, there's one more Nakuda. It says Ketzutse Tfilin. Rashi says, Batim Nat Ritzuis. Now, what is that supposed to mean? Meaning, if we're here to show the utter destruction that people were killed and, and their Dvarim Shebekadusha, their Tefillin, were just strewn and not taken care of with the proper COVID that Tefillin require, it's yeah, the bottom, not the bottom, yeah, the Ritzus, not the Ritzus, Dafka the bottom. I mean, forget why were there bottom and not Ritzus, but no, there's something that the, the Rash says, bottom v'loy Ritzus, say Tefillin. Vosepis. Interestingly enough, we find when Avram Avinu saved light from the Mulchama of the Dalad Malachim against Hamisha, we say that Avram Avinu, when he was offered the Shalal, when he was offered the spoils, and he lifted up his hands, made a Shavua, says, I don't want any of this. And Chazal tell us, one of the pshatim, mechutvat sreichnal sreichnal is ritzua shel tefillin. That Avram Avinu, when he lifted up his hands and he declared, I don't want to profit anything from this, he was able to ritzua shel tefillin bedafka. Vasebis ritzua shel tefillin bedafka. Why not tefillin? Okay, fine. Not the Gansa Mitzvah, but what, what's special about ritzua shel tefillin more than the fact that that's how you put on your tefillin? Interesting horrors. The six parasha, we know that Klal Yisrael fought Melchemes Midian. After Klai Yisrael came back victorious, Moshe Rabbeinu, we fought the war, and not one person is missing. Mamish, a nice nigla that you fight a war against an entire country, you thoroughly defeat them without one casualty. Where does this come from? The Medrash and Shir Shirim Rabbah says, Shnei Moser Elef L'Mochama, Rav Huna Amar, Shalai Higdim Echad Mehen, Tfilin Shal Reish, L'Tfilin Shal Yad. The secret to their success, their greatness lied in the fact that not one was Makdim, Tfilin Shal Reish, before Tfilin Shal Yad, She'ilu Higdim Echad Mehen, were one of them to have reversed the order, and put on the shal reish chas v'shalom before the shal yad lehoya moshe meshabchan v'lo hayu oylem misham b'shalom. 
this victory and the ability to report to Moshe and Moshe's Tzifriyankite with the victory would not have happened had one of them been makdim shal roish l'shal yad. And that was the secret to Klal Yisrael's resounding military victory. What is pshat? So the Shail Meshiv has a say for Divrei Shaul. The Shail Meshiv says as follows. We know that our Shel Reish represents our ability to fend off and scare the Goyim. V'yoru, mimeka, nikra All of the Goyim will see your tefillin. V'yoru, mimeka, and they will fear you. Our ability, our Kayach to strike fear in others comes from tefillin Shel Reish. For you to think for a second that you had anything to do with it. For you to think that it's because of your greatness and your ability were you awarded this victory in war. Therefore, before you put on your Shel Reish, which is your secret weapon, before you put on your Shel Reish, which is the key to defeating any enemy, you must tie your tefillin on your yad keha. You must tie your tefillin on your weaker hand. Tie it on. Weaken your weaker hand to show you you have no power. You have no independent You have no independent power without the Rebbein So you bind your yad keha and then and only then you don your shel reish, and your shel reish guarantees you victory. You know why Shnei Maser Elif went to war, and Shnei Maser Elif returned to war. You know where the Nitzachan came from? You know where their Moshe Rabbeinu praised them, their ability to soundly, resoundly defeat Midian comes from? Not one of them thought that they had the power of Yarmi Mecca without first putting on shel yad and saying, I am binding meyad keha. And that is the pshat in the Medrash and Shirashirim, why they won. This is not where the tzushtel between Shal Rosh and Shal Yad and the ability to execute Molchama ends. In fact, we know when the Kayim Meshuach Molchama had, we recently had in Dafiyim, when the Kayim Meshuach Molchama sent back people, that the Kayim Meshuach Molchama said, were any of you sachbein tefillah letfila? Where, did anyone talk in between putting on their shel yad and shel reish because then they would have to go back? If, if the problem is brachal of atala, there's many other brachal of atalas. If the problem is hefsik, if the problem is heschadas, there's many other hefsikim and heschadas. Why dafka this? Many people say because if there's any interruption, if there's any break, if there's any hefsik between you tying your yad keha, you tying down your kaychivaytzim yad, you tying down the power of your hand, the belief in your power of your hand, and putting on your shalreish. If there's a sach, if there's an interruption, if there's a hefsik being shal yad you cannot win the war. So davka by orcha mochama, davka by meshuach mochama, the the importance of the tzamimket, the 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 togetherness of your shal yad. And Shal Reish plays such a central role. And that's why Dafka Sachbein Tfila Litfila, it doesn't work. This, this Musik, that you must first tie your Shal Yad 
onto your shoulder, onto your hand. You must tie down your hand. You must be kosher. You must bind your yad keha. Is why Avram Avinu, after defeating at war, the Arba Malachim is a chamisha. Avram Avinu, after chapping, it was not me. Avram Avinu thought, fought him and Eliezer against all of the mighty armies in the world. This was World War One. This was four kings against five kings. This was a world war. Along comes Avram Avinu and is victorious at battle in a war that hadn't been able to be fought for 14 years. This is a 14 years war against world, with world powers. World War I didn't last that long. World War II didn't last that long. Avram Avinu comes in, him and Eliezer, and ends the war. Harimoisi yodi Avramvinu picks up his hands for that he's zeichet to what ritzua shall fill in. He's not zeichet stam to fill in. He's zeichet to ritzua shall fill in. Ritzua is the semel of mayad keah is bound. Mayad keah is tied. Mayad keah didn't do this. Hakadosh Baruch did it. That's why Avramvinu is zeichet dafka too. Ritzua shall fill in. By Beitar, what was their mistake? What was the problem in Beitar? In Yerushalmi it says that Bar Kochba, who led the Mulchama in Beitar, told the Rebbein Shalom, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we got this. You just stay out of it. Don't stare and don't help. We don't need you. What bidafka was, what bidafka was the semel of Bar Kochba and Beitar's problem? They only had Batim of Tvilin. They only had bottom of tefillin. They didn't have the ritzuas of the tefillin. They didn't, they didn't subscribe to this musik. They weren't conscientious of this musik of, you have to tie your yad keha. So what was the relic? What was the evidence, bidafke, that they found from Haruge Beitar? The bottom of tefillin. Because tefillin, done properly, tying the shal yad before the shal reish guarantees victory at Mohamma. The separation between the shal yad and the shal reish, the separation between the batim and the ritzuas, that guarantees defeat. And that's bedafka, why that was the relic found at Beit HaGad. Shabbos, Rabbi Yisai. Yeah.